Wisdom, it's the, it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 8, 10, go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stopped him. Open three. The high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is RJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Well, good afternoon to you, everybody. Happy Monday to you, one and all, all our wonderful listeners. It's the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, I'm Ajay Salveson, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 1069thefan.com, and the, of course, on our free mobile app, 1069 The Fan. Thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing so. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday. Got a busy show for you, a lot to get back through over the weekend. Utah Jazz, Utah State Football, uh, the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame, which was a wonderful ceremony, uh, and uh, other NBA playoff basketball going on, Major League Baseball, Spring Sports and High School. Uh, got a lot to get through. So we want you to be part of the shows, and we ask you that uh, you do so. Text into our Gil Mortgage text line at 435 339 0321 again 435 339 0321 again text into our uh, Gil Moyer's text line uh love to hear from you guys and get your thoughts on football basketball baseball whatever it is that you want to talk about we're here for you uh Eric hi how are you hi I'm great you good yeah I'm good we're good everyone's good how was the uh how was the weekend what did you do uh it's good uh, ran down to Cedar City for uh, oh, that's right. that's big right. water that's polo right. tournament, yeah. part of the uh, summer games that were going on down there. I know it's April. doesn't feel like summer yet, and it snowed while we were there. So, uh, But uh, it, was, it was fun. It was good. Cash uh, Kraken water polo had several teams down there, and it was fun to see them compete and uh, get better as the season goes on. So uh, I, yeah, it was fun. I saw this. And I'm going to send you a link. Is your Twitter open? Yes. Okay. I'm going to send you something. And I want you to kind of scroll, scroll through the profile and tell me who it reminds you of. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm going to send you this. You got to <laughs> scroll as, through the profile? Yeah. I want you to go through the profile and tell you who it reminds you of. And I think you'll, pretty, you'll figure it out pretty quickly. You can watch like the first video. Maybe watch like two videos down from that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just maybe because he looks like the dude, but if you scroll down further, he, he does like a video where he talks to you, and I'm like, this. He, I, wait on his profile. See, I'm I'm opening this up in TweetDeck, so it may not be showing me the same thing. Oh. Let me make sure I gave you the right thing though. Uh, ooh, that's not. There we go. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. He's, he's got a uh, he's got a roller skate video. I don't know if you'll see that. And if you scroll down to oh man, you have to scroll down a lot to like February twenty third. He has a video, and if you can do it later if you want, but I want you to tell me if you know what it if it reminds you of someone specific. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's talk. I will have to look at that after. Please do. <laughs> Get off the air. Please do. Uh, all right. Let's talk some NBA basketball throughout the weekend. A very busy weekend. A very good weekend of basketball. You want to hear from you guys? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Let's go ahead and start with, of course, our very favorite and the team that only gives you a heart attack every other day of the week. And that is your uh, Utah Jazz, who end up pulling off one on Saturday afternoon. Final score, 199 in Game 4 of the series. We're not at a two-apiece Game 5 tonight, 7.30. More on that later here on the Full Court Press. Luka Doncic, in his first game back, finishes with a solid 30 points, 10 boards, 4 assists in just 34 minutes. Donovan Mitchell, 23-6-7 for his day. But, Eric, what I learned of this game... Is that, and I was talking to Bike Shorts about this because he's really big into like cardio stuff, right? And I was like, how does a guy go from playing 34 minutes, well, not playing it all for like a week and a half, then almost playing, two weeks, yeah, and then playing 34 minutes, then on a day off, and then plays again on a travel after traveling back home? Like, and I told Bike Shorts, I was like, dude, this, there's no way. And Bike Shorts just says, dude. That's how cardio works. Like, he's been doing something every day he's been off. It's not like he's just sitting at home, having a bag of Cheetos, hanging out, cheering on his team. He's doing something in regards to cardio to keep it up. And that's, I, I mean, I was impressed with him, man. You, well, I, I would think that that would be the case. But how do you do it when you've got a calf strain? Yeah. So he can't be on a, 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 a treadmill. Maybe he's on a bike, so it's less impact. Maybe he's in the water. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, look, after being out for almost two weeks, he came in, 34 minutes of play. But um, we, we kind of joked about this going into the game that the return of Luka might actually hurt Dallas. And, in fact, it kind of did. It, it took them out of their flow. There was more hero ball. And, gosh, he's an amazing player, and there's a good reason why he can go hero ball. He's a tough uh, guard. A uh, tough person to guard one on one, but his presence in the way he plays was very different than the play in games one, two, and three, particularly two and three, where there was a lot of ball movement, a lot of guys uh, active, touching the ball, being a part of what was happening. He comes in, and a lot of guys get a lot fewer touches than what they did before. So they didn't have the same rhythm, they didn't have the same momentum, and. Um, that did disrupt them a little bit. So do they try to replicate the recipe that worked for them in games two and three in what uh, takes place tonight in game five? Or is just we're getting back to having Luka and we've got to play better with, with Luka than, than we did without him? So I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens tonight, but it was intriguing to me to watch how, particularly in the fourth quarter, Things were a little bit more stagnant for Dallas, where they scored 39 points in that big run that they did in the third, but only managed 18 in the fourth. You know, I, I that's a great point. I wanted to keep that thought there for just a second. But the defense, as you meant, I mentioned, only gave up 18 in the fourth. But what they did in the first half, 
just defensively for the Utah Jazz. Like, I mean, you're flying all over the court. I thought Daniel House played great defensively. I thought he was phenomenal on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, very physical, very aggressive. And I thought they did a better job with Brunson this game than they did the last game. Look, Doncic is going to hit you tough shots. That's just, dude, that straightaway three in the fourth quarter was just cold-blooded. I mean, the only other thing you could have done is went full dream on green and kick him in the Ritz crackers. Otherwise, I don't know what else you do. I, I thought it was phenomenal. But, um, go ahead. But with that three, um, with now under a minute to go, mm-hmm. Dallas up by four. Mm-hmm. And uh, come on, be honest. How many of us, when we saw that go in, oh no, based on what we've seen over the last two months of Utah Jazz basketball, thought that's it, the Jazz are cooked, game over. Eric, I was headed to the pre-social of the Hall of Fame ceremony. I was in my car, and I was like, I'm not leaving, man. We're going to win this game. As soon as he hit the three, turned off my car, got out of the car, walked in the pre-social. I found out they won from somebody else because I thought the game was over. Uh, I watched the game on the AT&T Sportsnet, and after that, they went to uh, Mike Smith, who I thought was was brilliant. He says, look, this is a two-possession game now. The Jazz have to be perfect on their uh, the next two possessions. And they can't allow Dallas to score, and they have to be perfect on theirs. And they did exactly that. They didn't fold. They didn't panic. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was fantastic. And um, here we are. The Jazz are, they tied the series, and they breathed new life into this uh, franchise. Here's how they did it. rebounds. Down by one. 18 seconds left. Donovan has it. Drives off a Gobert pick, lobs to Rudy, dunk by Rudy! Donovan Mitchell to Rudy Gobert! 11 seconds left! Jazz by one! It's not a bad call. David Locke on the call there on here on 106.9 The Fan and the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Again, Utah Jazz saving up the series with a 199 win over 199. Think about that for a second. 199. Is this 2009 all over I know. Again? This is like old school basketball, low scores in this series. And that final possession defensively was awesome. Oh, it was great. Uh, the Jazz basically sell out on the fact that Dallas is going to go for a three or a, a long-distance shot. And they send everybody out on the perimeter. They double Luka, force him to get rid of the ball, which is just, I mean, absolutely smart move to make. Get it into Dinwiddie's hands, who's been struggling. He had to put up a contested shot. Gobert flying at him, and uh, great defense on that last possession. I was look. The Jazz go up. There's 11 seconds on the clock. I thought, okay, that's a great alley oop, great momentum for the arena, but that's too much time. Yeah, there's yeah. How about what I loved about that is as soon as Doncic touched the ball, what did they do? As soon as he touched it, threw a double at him. Said, look, anybody else beat us. Anybody else will take it. Make somebody else beat us. And they did. Like, you send a double immediately. Uh, I love the double idea. Then you force Brunson to take, I think it was Brunson, right, that took it. Uh, or no, it wasn't Brunson. Excuse me. It might have been. Uh, the last shot? Yeah. That was Dinwiddie. Yeah, it was Dinwiddie. Took a tough, tough look. Uh, that, uh, that I don't even know if it really came that close. And Utah Jazz coming with the win. But I love the double idea on Doncic. What I also liked in regards to that is Mike Conley, If and, and people don't really realize this, and Jordan Clarkson as well was great down the stretch, but Mike Conley, as soon as that shot goes up, someone, I can't remember who it was, cutting to the rim, and probably, I don't know what the time would have been, or if they would have had a chance for a putback, 
But the biggest problem on those kind of possessions is not boxing out. Mike Conley sees a guy cut into the rim. He goes from the left elbow all the way down to near the baseline just to box out. The, and he, I mean, body checks him practically. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, just levels. Totally him. eliminates the opportunity yeah, for a last second But that's what you got to do. I just yes. I love the awareness defensively from the Jazz. And, Eric, I didn't get that in games two or three against these guys. No. I after got game three, defense. we're looking at tape and, like, these guys are – this is a broken team. Yeah, this is, this is over. They don't trust each other. They don't know where they're supposed to be on defense. Very different story in Game 4. Are there things that need to be fixed still? Yes. But there was much more buy-in, motivation, and hustle from the Jazz in Game 4. And uh, I really liked like when, when Dallas is trying to swing the ball around, just how the Jazz did their switching oh, to yeah. close out on guys came from angles that I wasn't expecting, and yeah. I don't think Dallas was either. And so that really stymied Dallas in their ability to shoot those outside shots. 9315 texting right there with Eric about the Jazz feeling of being cooked. Yeah, I, dude, I, this is a great point, Eric. I, I turned off my radio. I thought that baby was over. Let's go through the numbers really quickly. All Maverick starters finishing double figures. Again, Doncic with 30 points in 34 minutes. Brunson had 23 in 30. I'm telling you, that guy is going to get paid. And the whole, like, Dallas shrugging off the whole offer during the or before the season. That's going to come back, back to, to bite, bite him now. Uh, Pal, Bullock, and, his, and Finney I think Smith it was his dad that said no hometown discounts. Yep. He made that very clear. Uh, Ke- uh, Kleber, Kaber, Cheber, three points, one to four shooting in 18 minutes. Boy, that's a long cry from the eight threes that he hit in game two. Well, they got him in foul trouble early. Uh, I thought that they did a much better job of contesting uh, what he was doing. Uh, he was look. There's folks in Dallas are crying foul over the fouls and the free throw disparity. It seemed like a but theme look, over the weekend. When you by the way. when you hold Gobert, when you are sticking your arm in the cookie jar and leaving it there, yeah, you're gonna get called. Yeah, and that's what they were doing. And and when your strategy is to just hack Gobert in the fourth quarter and send him to the free throw line a lot, you're gonna have a free throw disparity. 18 free throw attempts for Rudy Gobert. By the way, 18 made free throws for the Mavericks. <laughs> uh, see, didn't we right, have if, five points? If the points. Jazz do a slightly better job at the free throw line, this game's not even close. Exactly. Green had four. Uh, Bertans only had one point for the Mavericks. On the other side, Royce O'Neal had seven. Bogdanovich had 12 on a porous 4-10, shooting 1-5 from the arc. He was 3-4 at the line. Gobert, as you mentioned, Eric, 17 points, 4-8 of eight from the field, 9-18 uh, at the line in 32 minutes. He also had 15 boards, 1 assist, 2 and two turnovers. Mike Conley had 6 points on 2-8, of eight, shooting 1-4. of four. He's still trying to figure things out. And Donovan Mitchell... Really bad from the arc, 2 of 10, 7 of 21 from the field, 7 to 9 at the line. He had 23 points, 6 from uh, Herman Gomez, 2 from House Jr., 2 from Whiteside, and 25 points from Clarkson, who went 9 to 16 from the field, 3 of 5 from the arc, and 4 of 5 at the line. Clarkson really saved the Jazz oh, late no, in the game so in the fourth Eric. quarter because Donovan was struggling in the second half. Clarkson was still able to provide some offense to keep things going so it didn't get stagnant. But Donovan was fantastic in the first half, quiet in the second. I'm worried about his health because he went up for a rebound and came down awkward. Yeah, He played through it, but uh, I worry a little bit about what's going on there, if it's anything of significance. But, um, I mean, he he's a gamer. He finds a way to play through some of that and uh, made – 
two critical plays in that final minute to give the Jazz the win. The 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 score and a foul makes a free throw, and then the lob to Rudy for the uh, the go ahead uh, bucket. Rudy Gay, NAW, and Jared Butler, all three were non, uh, or excuse me, did not did not play coaches' decisions. Uh, as you mentioned, the free throw disparity, but the Jazz went twenty six of forty two at the line. If they make ten more free throws. This thing, like you mentioned, it, it's a runaway. And the other part that concerns me, and we're going to have a very huge theme to this as we continue to talk NBA playoffs over the weekend, Eric, um, you're not going to get those calls in Dallas. There's just no way you're going to get that kind of home, that kind of cooking in regards of refs from uh, from the referees. At least in Dallas, you won't get that. Doncic might be shooting 18 free throws tonight. Maybe, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that how the game does get called uh, because there were there were a lot of free throws for the Jazz, but the but the Dallas Mavericks were really aggressive too in being very physical. Uh, we've talked about this before in different times over the season that if you if you get physical with the Jazz, they're not a tough team. They mm. back down and they wilt. Um, they didn't do that in Game Four. Uh, they stood their ground, went to the free throw line. Um, you know, Rudy is clapping back at that Dallas bench, which has been talking trash a little bit too much for my to him the yeah. whole series. And he finally had enough in the post game and got fined for it. But um, I guess uh, yeah, said some words that he shouldn't have. But still, that that Dallas Mavericks bench is been has not been bashful of trying to go after Rudy Gobert every time he goes to the free throw line. Uh, again, Game 5, a pivotal Game 5 tonight, Eric, at 7.30 Mountain Time. You can hear that game on this very station, 106.9 The Fan, uh, and you can watch it on TNT. It'll be on a national broadcast, so turn on TV, mute it, and then listen to our station where you can hear the game. AT&T Sportsnet will have their crew there, too. I don't like their... Dude, I'm sorry. Can I just be honest? I know we <laughs> talked about this already. Eric, Holly Rowe is such a sweet lady, but it's your job to be a sideline reporter not jump in on the conversation at random moments and and interrupt a broadcast. Well, I I like trying to be kind. I here. respect Holly. I really like I her. I love Holly. Um, but it just seems like her comments come at random times, oh, and sometimes dude. she's. It's all about praising the other team. It's like I'm watching the hometown broadcast. Yeah. I don't want you praising the dude, other team right now. Honestly, that's what I loved about Nat, not Matt Harpering. Uh, who was the other guy? There was someone else who did it. And, dude, he was so biased, I, I mean, for the Jazz, that, like, if <laughs> – when I'd watch highlights on YouTube, there'd be all these opposing fans on YouTube being like, who the crap's this broadcasting crew, man? What, they're in love with the Jazz? This is bull. This is so gross. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, it's the home broadcasting crew. I agree. Uh, but, yeah, again, uh, and I think on the call tonight, I don't know if it's Kevin Harlan and Reggie. It might be. Or it might be Ian Eagle. I'll have to look. I'm not sure. Uh, David Locke, who we heard just a few moments ago, uh, went to Twitter today and had some really interesting things to say about Game 5s mm-hmm. in uh, NBA playoff series. Uh, we'll get to that on the other side of a timeout. I'd uh, love to get your thoughts about this matchup tonight. Like we're, we're five games into this now tonight. So to this is a really, really crucial game. So who needs to be that X factor for the Jazz? We've talked about this before. Is it anyone different than we've mentioned before? Um, or does it need to be the same people we keep talking about? For me, it's a guy that we've talked about before, 
And uh, I think he's got to have a big game. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Game five tonight in Dallas between the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. Who needs to step up for the Utah Jazz to get that critical game five? And coming up, we'll tell you just how critical it really is. This, keep it on the download here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Anthony Davis feels like um, nobody likes the Lakers. The whole world is not rooting against you, Anthony. You know who's rooting for you? Every TV exec. They want you to play. You know, that you have people who don't like LeBron. That's it. It's like nobody's rooting against Anthony Davis. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Logo Shop invites you to sign up for a foursome and support the Logan School's Foundation Slough in the Rough Golf Tournament, scheduled for Friday, May 13th. It's a great morning of golf at the Logan River Golf Course while raising money for the students and teachers in the Logan City School District. Contact Shanna Longhurst at the district office to sign up or just email shanna.longhurst at loganschools.org. The Logan School's Foundation Slough in the Rough Golf Tournament, Friday, May 13th. Hey, Cash Valley, it's Kim with the Logan City Police Department. Spring has sprung, which means it's time for our cat shipping clinic. We are teaming up with the Bridgerland Applied Technology College of Animal Sciences to host this event. It will be held Saturday, April 30th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Bridgerland West Campus, located at 1410 North, 1000 West. You can pre-register for $8 by calling 435-716-9300. Walk-ins are also welcome at $10 per chip. All cats must be in a carrier, and remember to bring proof of rabies. Hope to see you there. Spring is here, and it's time to get out and drive. It doesn't matter where you're going. There is no better way to explore than in a new rugged GMC. At Murdoch GMC Chevrolet Buick Cadillac of Logan, we've got the lineup to get you anywhere with confidence. And there's never a better time to drive home in a new 2022 Sierra 1500 or Canyon and get 0% for three years. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Chevrolet Buick GMC and Cadillac in Logan or online at MurdochChevroletLogan.com. Call 866-628-3065. See dealer for complete details. Offer expires 4 Ryan Odom, the head basketball coach for your Utah State Aggies, invites you to learn the Aggie way at this year's Youth Basketball Camps, June 2nd through 4th and 13th through 16th. Registration is now open at RyanOdomBasketballCamps.com. At the day camp, Coach Odom's staff will help you develop skills that will help take your game to the next level. For the kids, it'll be a great week of fun, basketball, and making new friends. Join Ryan Odom at this year's Youth Basketball Camps, June 2nd through 4th and June 13th through 16th. Go to Ryan Odom Basketball Camps. Camps.com for registration. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Hey, speaking of which, so Sunday I, I, I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole. Guess where I ended up at? Guess where my final stop and destination was on YouTube? On YouTube? Yeah. 
it, you're gonna laugh but yet not be surprised. Z Dog. It was. What? Z Dog. Dude, I ended up on. I somehow ended up on Z Dog. We have not heard from Z Dog in a while. Is Z-Dog he still doing well? He's got a. He's is got he a, still uh, dropping major hits? He does, man. He's got a great new rap uh, rap hit that just came out. Uh, I think it's called Driving with Z Dog. Um, it's it's already picking up a, a monster amount of views unnecessarily. Like from 10 to 20? It, it doesn't matter, though, man. <laughs> He's still picking, what is it called? It's called, uh, oh, it's called Driving Wild. Mm. Driving Wild. Uh, and it's good stuff, man. Let me, uh. You're driving me wild. You're driving me slow. You're driving me nuts. All right, that's enough <laughs> okay, of that. That's, that's enough of Z-Dog. I feel like I've been violated. Um, <laughs> 435-339-0321. <laughs> Who needs to be the X Factor tonight for the Utah Jazz? Game five. Um, before I answer who I think that needs to be, sure. just how critical game five is. Okay, uh, so yeah. David numbers, Locke, yep. he loves to get into the numbers, yep. right? Yep, absolutely. Sometimes he can get lost in the numbers. Uh, <laughs> but here are some things that he was sharing earlier today. Since 2003, the home favorites in game five, after losing game four... And winning game three, so if you follow along, if the home favorite won game three but lost game four, when it comes to game five, they're 41 and 10. Oh. Here's something else. The Mavericks are 5 and 0 oh in home game fives when the series is tied 2 2. And last but not least, whomever wins game five has an 82% chance of winning the series. Odds oh, man. strongly in favor of whomever wins tonight. But the odds are also strongly in favor of Dallas winning game five. Is that right? Uh, yes. <laughs> so the odds of Dallas winning game five are strong, and then the odds of whomever wins the, the wins this game today wins the series are very strong. So the, the odds are stacked against the Jazz a little bit here. Dallas is favored by, what, two and a half, I believe? Yep. Rightfully so, too, by the way. Can I just say that kindly? I think that's a fine number. Yep, me too. I would agree. So who needs to be the, the guy who steps up? Okay. Does m- a little bit more than what he's done? Okay. Or needs to have a bigger impact on the game? We're talking about the Utah uh, Jazz, of course. Man, you know, I still think Hassan Whiteside needs to be better. He played 14 minutes. He was a plus two on the floor, but he only had two points on a field goal. He had five boards, one steal, three blocks. So I guess I didn't read all the numbers before I said that name. But, Eric, I just think offensively he's going to need to be good. Like, offensively, you've got Clarkson coming off the bench. Pascal, maybe. Uh Daniel House isn't meant to be a guy who's going to score for you. He's more on there for defensive purposes. I'd like to see Hassan Whiteside put some pressure on the big men, put some pressure on Dallas's bench, and become a productive offensive guy. If he can do that, Jazz run away with this one tonight. The guy for me is somebody we've been critical of before, and that's Mike Connolly. He's really struggled in this series. He had one game where he scored, what, 21 points? I believe that Mm -hmm. was game two. But beyond that, I don't think he's hit double digits in any other game. Uh, I don't think he has. Six points on Saturday, only four assists. Um, like he's He's got to play a bigger role. Hey, what he's do you think he's is, had some issues with foul trouble, but he didn't on Saturday. Okay, so what do you think is going on offensively with Mike Conley? 
Like, I mean, he's, he's taking good white. Looks. Oh, he's getting great looks. He's, I mean, he's getting into the lane. He shorts a floater. He goes to the three point line. Has a wide. I mean, they're not even guarding him at the three point line right now. They're leaving him open. They're like, dude, I dare you to make one. If they make one, they're like, great. Make now, make two in a row. And then he misses the next four. Like, what do you think it is offensively that is just not? What is wrong here? Help me. <laughs> I wish I could, but I, I think that. Look, I don't know if it's just. I, I don't know. Again, this is a veteran player. This is a guy who was an all-star last year. Mm. He knows how to play big games um, and, and be involved in, in critical moments. I, I thought that part of it might have been that Dallas defensively is a little bit bigger, and that's frustrating him some, but he's had some wide-open looks where yes, nobody's around him, and he man, you got to hit those shots, and he's just not. Uh, I got a few texts in here, Eric, that want to hit out to you here. 1570 says, Bogey is the X factor. If he plays a defense, he played in game four. He set the tone. First time I've seen the true heart in the series gave me a glimmer of hope. Boy. I thought Bogey, Bogey was great defensively. Is, absolutely. Yes, set yep. the tone. Absolutely. Yep. And Rudy Gobert and others after the game said, look, if if Bojan Bogdanovic is picking up his guy full court and giving that kind of a defensive effort, how can we not yeah. all, be all in? Hi, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, yes. Thoughts on that, buddy? Yes. Uh, 9315, what happened to Wancho? Who's Wancho? Wancho Hernan Gomez. Oh, okay. Yeah, what? I guess well, he's doing all right. I mean, I, I don't know what you expected of him to come into the playoffs, to be honest with you. Well, we expected Rudy Gay to be playing minutes and yeah. being an impact player, but Wancho is taking those minutes because he's more active. He's willing to go out there and do the stuff that uh, Quinn's asking of him. 6294, Conley. Nice guy, but old and small. He's getting older. He's a really nice guy. Uh, I, and just make a basket, man. Like, if you got an open three, for the love of all that is good. Dude, they're, they, they stopped guarding you. They're like, oh, he's at the three-point line. I mean, they're giving him the same respect as as if freaking Boban was at the three-point line and he was about <laughs> to take a three. They're like, yeah, I dare you to do it. It's Great. just bad. Here's Mike Connolly in this series. Game okay. one, 13 points, six rebounds, three assists. Um, he was six of 12 from the floor. Uh, game two, no points. Three assists, four rebounds, 0 for 7 from the floor. Game 3, 21 points, six assists, two rebounds, even had a block. But then on Saturday, only six points, four assists, and two rebounds. Uh, he was in, uh, he had five fouls in game three, four fouls in game two. But other than that, I mean, he really hasn't been in foul trouble much outside of those two games. One, he was still able to get through it and be a contributor, even though the team lost. But in the other one, it bothered him and totally disrupted his rhythm. Uh, two three oh five. How much are the Jazz paying Mike Conley to play each year? Just curious. I think it's thirty eight point five million, isn't it? Yeah, it's north of thirty five million. I want to say thirty eight point five million this year, and then it's thirty seven point. I think it's thirty seven on the dot million next year, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll have to look at that, but it, I believe it's $38 million this this year. It's so, a lot. Glad we spent all that money on the dude. Awesome. It's a lot. 5242. I loved what I saw in JC the two games in uh, Salt Lake City. I was at Game 3, and after watching the Jazz Club back, it restored my faith. It definitely wasn't what I thought was going to happen with this team. 
I agree. Like, when we were down... Oh, man. We were down four. Like I said, and I, I admitted it to you. This game was over. We're going to go down three games to one. We're going to go to Dallas. We're going to get our butts handed to, and we're, we're done. That That's it. That's the Jazz season. And then we're looking forward to free agency in the summer and what this team is going to look like next year. Um, I I would I definitely agree, though. What Clarkson gave us in that final, especially in the fourth quarter, man, phenomenal. Right, because he was able to continue to keep points coming. Yeah. And so there wasn't this big drought. They're able to keep pace. And uh, he, he didn't pass out of coverages. He he was kind of a black hole a little bit where he tossed the ball to uh, Jordan and everybody else just uh, going to you know chase his rebounds if they need him because he's not going to pass it. But, look, he provided the offense that they needed because Donovan was struggling in that second half. So they needed somebody to be able to keep the pedal down, and that was what Jordan did. That's that's his job. That's what he was brought here to do, and this is what they've asked him to do uh, a lot. Now, there are times where our teams start to get wise on that and send extra coverages and because they know he's not going to pass it out. And when they start to do that, he does pass out and uh, he allow other guys to to take advantage of an open look. Let's go ahead and hear from a couple of Jazz men. We'll start with Hassan Whiteside, and this is in regard to the defensive energy for the Utah Jazz. We need that. We need that energy. You know, we need that energy for the rest of the series, for the rest of the playoffs. You know, it's just it was just a different atmosphere. You know, Bogey picking up full court like that was real inspiring. All right, that that's great analysis right there. So let's do it again, buddy. Uh, what is the key to going to Dallas and winning a ball game? And I told I told my teammates, whatever y'all ate, eat it again. So that's what. Have y'all slept? Do it again. So. Um, we just need that energy. We come out with that energy. Uh, we in a good spot. So if Rodi Gobert does not have his sunny side eggs, uh, then we're probably gonna lose tonight. <laughs> that is also a key to tonight. Make sure it's not only what you ate, but prepared in the same way. Let's move on to Rudy Gobert. Shall Sleep we? on the same side of the bed. Put your socks on in the same fashion. <laughs> Whatever you did, do it exactly the same way. Yes. Here's Rudy Gobert. This is a very important game, and he knows it. I mean, it was a must-win for us. So. You know, I like the, the mentality that we had. I like the way we came out as a team. I like the way we we, we sticked with it as a team. You know, uh, you know, down four with 30 seconds uh, left. Uh, we, we kept trusting each other, and, and, and uh, we were able to, to get the win. So it's uh, definitely it was a big win for us. And, and now it's 2-2, and, uh, and tonight, you know, we're going to come out and uh, um, try to come out with intensity and... and uh, and the same, you know, mindset. And not only that, the one mindset you need to rely on is being physical, especially on the boards. I mean, the, the, the whole game plan is to to hit me on every rebound. And uh, like, you got guys running, trying to box me out with their elbows out and stuff like that, grabbing me. So it's it's, it's their game plan. So the, I thought the game three, uh, the, I didn't get none of these calls, and I was getting and. And anytime I was doing anything illegal, I was getting the foul. So I didn't think it was fair. And in game four, uh, I got a few. I got a few, not all of them. I got a few of these calls. So uh, you know, it's, it's part of the game. I mean, they, they try to take, they, they try to make sure that I don't get offensive rebounds, and uh, they allow them to do a lot more than <laughs> what we're supposed to do. So I think uh, you should be happy about that. Uh. 
interesting thoughts from Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Not entirely thrilled with, you know, being hacked across the arm every single time. By the way, speaking of which, uh, there's a stat that came out. you got to hear this, Eric. The Mavericks, Suns, and Grizzlies all had a chance to go up 3-1 in their respective series, right? Their opponents in those games, in the, these 2-1 series games, so game fours, shot 42, 40, and 42 free throws. Uh, Jazz shot 42 free throws compared to the Mavs 23. Timberwolves shot 40. Memphis shot 25. Pelicans shot 42 free throws. Suns shot 15. Uh, by the way, Taylor Jenkins, I think, is up for a massive fine after some uh, fifteen made. grand. Oh, that's it? Yeah, so 15 wait, time grand. Wait, timeout, timeout, timeout. Uh, Rudy Gobert got twenty-five grand for telling the national media to go do, you know, to screw the talk. And they're like, oh, Taylor Jenkins bashes our officials. You know what? $15,000 for you, sir. What the fetch is going on? Rudy dropped an F-bomb on live TV. No, 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 no. Taylor Jenkins, like, was brutal on the officiating. It's probably because the NBA knows he was right, too, and we're like, yeah, we might have screwed up that one. Or is it that these teams knew that they're in a tough spot? If they go down 3-1, it's really, really hard to win a series or to be in that series anymore, and that they needed to be come out to be the aggressors. Okay, can I just ask you, though? Do you think it was rigged? No. Okay. All right. All right. I don't. I don't buy into into that stuff. Okay. Two three oh five. I don't think anybody else in the league would pay Conley thirty eight million to play basketball. By the way, it is thirty eight point five. It can go up to forty two point three based on uh, incentives throughout the season. I don't know which ones he's hit, and I don't know what those incentives are. But it's thirty eight million on the base. 42 with incentives. Uh, but he continues, you got to have an all-star type player to pay them that kind of money. That was a mistake. He's too inconsistent. Let me let me just share something with you, 2305. The Jazz are fairly, very, very, very well known for paying really mediocre players a high amount of money. They're really good at that. So, yeah, go Utah. <laughs> uh, but when when Mike is on the floor, he makes everybody better. In this series, though, he's been a little quiet, and that's where there's a, a lot of us frustrated that that he has to play a larger role to help this team if they want to be able to get past Dallas. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll get to the rest of what happened over the weekend in the NBA playoffs, and the most improved player has been announced. The question, though, is did he actually improve? It's all coming up on the Full Court Press. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's kind of been a year has been tough not being able to fully reach our you know, potential. I don't agree with anybody who thinks, like Anthony Davis, everybody's out there wants us to lose. No. Most people, they want you in the playoffs. Who possibly could have seen all these injuries coming? That's right. Everybody. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. 
Mothers are simply the best, so treat her with nothing but the best this Mother's Day with a delicious brunch buffet at Elements Restaurant. Omelets to order, hot pancakes with maple syrup, slow-roasted prime rib, fresh salmon, deep-fried shrimp, and many more delicious options, including a full dessert bar. Because she's special, treat mom to something extraordinary this Mother's Day. Elements Restaurant's Mother's Day brunch, Sunday, May 8th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Google Elements Restaurant to reserve online or call 750-5171. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Medicare has lots of rules and regulations. If you're returning 65, preparing to retire, or have delayed Medicare, we can help. We can help you understand all the fine print and give you peace of mind. Let us help each step of the way to ensure you have the coverage you need. For more information, call 752-9493 or go to lssins.com. We are here to help. We have decades of experience and there is no cost to work with us. Call 752-9493. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salvas here on the full court press. Hey. Don't forget, Valvoline Instant Oil Change is located at 695 North Main in Logan, and they are now open on Sundays. Quick, clean, and easy. That's how it should be when it comes to an oil change. Stop in today. Uh, Eric, great games on uh, on Saturday. One of them was this one. Boston and uh, Brooklyn has been a really, really fun thing to watch. Uh, you saw Brooklyn throw every punch they could give at Boston, metaphorically, of course. Uh, and, in fact, one point had cut this lead from 7-4, to four, and they were down 88-84 with about 7.5 left. Then the following ensued. A Jason Tatum corner three, a uh, Jalen Brown step-back jumper, a Jason Tatum still foul in the bucket, and then a Marcus Smart layup. And then all of a sudden... It was a route. It turned into a 14-point lead that the Celtics really were never threatened the rest of the way. They end up winning at 109-103. They now lead this series shockingly three games to none. And all three of those games have been pretty dang good. Uh, I, I got to ask you, though. Ben Simmons' situation. Looks like he's going to play. He's expected to play. Then they turn around and it's, nope, he's not playing. How frustrating and how deflating can that be for a team when you think you're getting a superstar onto the court and then it just doesn't happen? Well, before the the series even got going, Kevin Durant was like, look, our mentality is we're we're rolling with the guys who are here and who got us here. Like, 
he was basically signaling, like, we've done this without Ben Simmons, and we will continue to do this without Ben Simmons if we need to. And not that it was a shot at Ben Simmons, but it was like, we have to believe in who we are as a team. And and if this guy joins us, then that's gravy. But this is the team who got us to this point, and we have to believe in each other. But now, a couple of games into the series, it's like, oh, where's Ben? We, we need something else, because what we've got isn't working. <laughs> Come on, somebody help us. And it's not that help's not coming from Ben Simmons. Boston and Brooklyn at 5 o'clock tonight. That game will be on TNT. Also on tonight on TNT will be the Raptors and Sixers. The Raptors still got basketball in Canada, or at least they had basketball in Canada. 110-102 is your final. Raptors win it over the 76ers after a huge free throw disparity. Like, massive. The Raptors got every call in the book and end up winning it by 8. They go back to Philadelphia tonight. That game will start at 6 p.m. Mountain Time on NBA TV. Uh, Philadelphia up three games to one in that series. I still think it's over. I, I mean, it's a gentleman's sweep, but it, it <laughs> this thing's over. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think the uh, the Dallas-Golden State series, not Dallas, sorry, Denver-Golden State series is is just there, too. Just there, yeah. too. They did enough to not get yep. swept. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. But, I mean, it's been so in Golden State's favor for much of this thing. Um. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see which series have been competitive and which really haven't. And which gets me to the next point. This one's almost turned into a WWE fight, one of two, actually, series that has nearly turned into a wrestling match. Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies on Saturday night, 119-118. Again, there was a huge free-throw disparity in that regard. But this, like, inside their own house, give credit to Minnesota. They made it physical. Like, they got this young Grizzlies team who's a two-seed in an uncomfortable position, probably, and said, we're going to just beat you up, and if they call it, they call it, but you're not getting out of here all clean and sparkly. And a 119-118 win over, that that ties the series at two apiece going back to Memphis. Yeah, and Minnesota had control of that game. Memphis tried to claw their way back into it. Uh, There was a late three-pointer at the buzzer, which makes that a little bit closer than what it really was. But, um, yeah, kudos to, to Minnesota for how they've been able to get into the playoffs and how they've handled themselves in the playoffs. Carl Anthony Towns, big moment for him, recognizing oh, yeah. it's a different game in the playoffs. And how he keeps himself in check emotionally has been part of his challenge, but he's learning from it, and it's kind of fun to watch that evolution take place before our eyes. Uh, Minnesota and Memphis will get it on tomorrow after this, tomorrow evening at 5.30 on TNT. That'll be getting back in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, games on Sunday looked like this. Bucks beat the Bulls 119-95. Uh, that will also be a gentleman's sweet plan on it. Three games to one lead right now for Milwaukee. Like That thing's over, right? I think so. Yeah, me too. Uh, Nuggets, as you mentioned, Eric, get the win over the Warriors to save themselves another game in the season. 126-121 winners over Golden State. Draymond Green fouled out in this game. Steph Curry with 33. Jokic 37-8-6 and six to keep the Nuggets season alive. Uh, do they have a puncher's fighting chance, or is this one? I mean, we're going back to San Francisco now, by the way, for Game Five. So, uh. yeah, no, I mean, no, this 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 thing's going to be done when it returns to San Francisco, and Golden State's going to wrap this thing up. 
Heat was uh, the Heat get the win over the Hawks, one ten eighty six in Atlanta. Jimmy Butler was absolutely phenomenal, thirty six points, ten boards, four assists, uh, and the Hawks uh, again fall to a three one hole now against the Heat. I I just get impressed watching uh, a focused Heat play basketball. Because they're almost unbeatable. I mean, they looked so good yesterday. And people are going to say, well, if you look at the stat line, you say, well, Jimmy Butler had 30, 60 months to shot a lot. He didn't. A lot of his stuff came off of, like, in the system, ball movement, and then creating from there. I thought this team played focused basketball, dominated Atlanta from the get-go. Yeah, very efficient. You know, P.J. Tucker played huge minutes for them. Um, But, you know, Butler was 12 of 21. So 36 points on 21 attempts. Wow. 12 uh, or 11 of 12 at the free throw line. But uh, just what they're doing defensively, too, just harassing Atlanta. Uh, but yeah, Butler had the big night. He had 36, but he had 14 from Tucker, 14 from Adebayo, 11 from Vincent, 11, or 12 from Struess. So they had just a lot of different guys <laughs> chipping in. Um, Oladipo with six strong points off the bench. He was a plus 28 off the bench for Miami. And just how they're playing defensively, making life really difficult for uh, for Trey Young. And uh, Trey only had nine points. Good heck. He struggled. By the way, he said today, this is the toughest defense I've ever had to deal with since high school consistently. And they are, you're absolutely right, they're tagging him every time he touches the ball. The Royal Rumble and Mardi Gras Pelicans win over the Suns 118-103 in a game that had several stoppages due to scrums, shoves, people not helping other people up. Bad sportsmanship, I guess, if you want to call it. DeAndre Ayton, 23 points, 8 boards, 1 assist. Jose Valanciunas, how how about that, Eric? 26 points, 15 boards, 4 assists for the Pelicans who knocked the series up at 2 apiece. We go back to Phoenix. Yeah, Jonas playing awesome. Brandon Ingram has been fantastic oh my in gosh, this series. Oh, better? Jeez. Uh, and then, of course... Um, a, a lot of people giving a lot of praise to uh, Alvarado, Jose Alvarado oh, off yeah. the bench. He's just been a gnat defensively and has just harassed Chris Paul, made it really difficult for them. So that uh, New Orleans defense has been fantastic. And they've, look, not having Booker is a big major hit. Yes, it is. For Phoenix. And they've struggled without him. And uh, that gave a glimmer of hope to New Orleans, and they've taken advantage of it. Um, that's that's actually been fun. I don't know that a lot of people thought that that series would be tied 2-2. Yeah. If anybody was going to take care of business going into the playoffs, a lot of us would have suspected Phoenix would have been uh, getting out their brooms on their way to the second round, but not so. The Hawks and Heat will get it on on Tuesday afternoon. They'll be the first game of the uh, NBA playoffs on Tuesday at 5 p.m. That game will be on NBA TV. Miami right now favored by 7. Timberwolves, Grizzlies on Tuesday at 5.30. Uh, and Pelicans Suns will be the late night capper at 8 p.m. on TNT. All those times, Mountain Time. And Phoenix is favored <laughs> Phoenix is favored by 6.5 at home against the Pelicans. Whew, a couple texts coming through on our Guild Mortgage text line. This is from 2305. Uh, I disagree with Connolly making everybody else better. Every NBA player should be making everybody better automatically. He needs to make himself better by scoring. You don't get that from him consistently. I would agree. Actually, I'm with him on this one. Jazz are really up against it with Connolly not scoring and uh, Royce O'Neal on the court not shooting. It's going to be very tough to win two more games against Dallas. Two three oh five brings up a great point on the Connolly situation. If you're going to make everyone better, you got to be a better scorer. You got to be able to bring something to the game besides dribbling through your legs twenty times and then 
throwing a bounce pass to Gobert. Well, if you're setting guys up to be able to score efficiently with where they're most comfortable and where they're at their best, that is one thing. But when your starting five is out there and two of your guys that are on the court just aren't going to provide any offense for you at all, that's really hard. That is a really hard ask for the other guys to try to pick it up. Uh, 9315. Some sure know how to get paid not to play a year of basketball. Signed, Ben. That's for dang sure. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. Uh, And then 5242. Uh, John just won most improved. Thoughts? He's not the most improved player when he was one of the best players in an MVP running last year. How do you become most improved? Well, he went from here's I'm gonna break it down for you. This is what he improved upon. Last year he averaged nineteen points a game, it bumped up to twenty seven and a half. He averaged four rebounds a game that went to five point seven. He averaged seven point four assists per game that went down a bit to six point seven. Uh, field, goal pursu- field goal percentage went from 44.9 to 49.3, and three-point percentage went from 30.3 up to 34.4. So I liked. I would have liked to have seen somebody else get that I award. Think somebody else I think won Desmond that award. Bain made the biggest leap. But John Morant went from star to superstar this, this season. But he was already a, a great player. I like to see... This this kind of award go to somebody who was relatively unknown and became a star and became on everybody's somebody that was on everybody else's mind. John Morant was already there. Desmond Bain, somebody who needed to get that. All right, let's take a final break. Wrap it up here on the full court press of hour number one on one oh six nine the fan. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day, get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer, then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. The full 
Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hour two about to come up, but first we got Dan Patrick's Above the Noise, presented by Napa Auto Parts. When you need a new battery, new wiper blades, when you pull up to one of the five President Providence Napa stores, they not only help you get what you need, but they'll help you install it as well. Napa Know How. In the history. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Brooklyn Nets spent big money to acquire stars like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons over the past couple of years. All that star power has made the Nets a favorite to win the title. And it makes sense, or at least it did. We've seen plenty of teams become championship contenders after acquiring a couple of stars. Look at the Lakers. But the Nets' first-round matchup with the Celtics has proved there's more to building a roster than pulling off blockbuster moves. Celtics are off to a dominant 3-0 series lead over the Nets. Boston didn't put this team together through free agency or a string of trades. The Celtics' core is homegrown. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, all drafted by Boston. The modern big market NBA team is always looking for ways to acquire stars. But a Celtics victory tonight could prove the teams don't need to dominate free agency or the trade market to compete for a title. Sometimes a good scouting department can be just as effective. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 